If you haven't been outside, let us save you a second. It's chilly. A little bit brisk. AJ and McCall on VFX, and that means fall time. And uh, if not included in yet, pumpkin spice everything. Oh, yeah. In fact, a friend of mine shared a meme that cracked me up, but it says my wife at any store during September through November, and it says anything with the words pumpkin spice, she's all about it. Boom. Yes. So coincidentally, I don't know, Facebook listening to me, whatever was happening, but all of a sudden I stumbled across what each state is Googling with pumpkin spice in it more than the other. And I got to tell you, for the designation of the most basic of basic of white people when it comes to pumpkin spice, there's some actual ideas in here I'm kind of wanting to try. Okay. So, you know, there's coffee and hot and hot chocolate and all right, that and the right. basic stuff. But like in South Carolina and Florida, the most Googled pumpkin spice item that they've got is pumpkin spice margaritas. Oh. I'm like, hmm. Zesty. If I said to you, pumpkin spice cheesecake enchiladas. Ew. I got to tell you, they look like, um, what's that Polish, that dessert? Um they look Lucky? kind of amazing. It's the, what, what, uh, I don't know, I can't remember. Whatever. They they look like, they look like cinnamon rolls with cheesecake stuffed in the middle of them covered in some kind of, they look amazing. It's actually the most Googled pumpkin spice item in Utah. And I'm like, because I had the same if answers you. I was like, Ugh. Utah, look, we got to talk. Okay. Can we just name them something else? Like, it, yeah. does it, do we really need to name it? Enchilada. Like, can we, you can't do that, okay? Because in my brain, I'm like, ah, red sauce or ah, green sauce, right? No. If you, I, I'm not putting pumpkin with green sauce or red sauce, as a matter of fact. Call it a cannoli, okay? That's what I was looking for. That. It looks like a cannoli. Polish. Yeah. Is that Polish? I didn't think it was Polish. What country? I don't know. But if, when it comes to like, Enchilada, that's where my brain goes. Is like I go to oh, cafe. Sorry, Italian. Yeah, my I bad. was very confused. <laughs> so when it when it comes to enchilada, I think cafe Rio, enchilada style, burrito, right? Right. Right. It's called like a pumpkin spice covered cannoli or something. Something. It still looks amazing and it's better than what Texas Googled, which is pumpkin spice ramen noodles. That's the most Googled Ew, pumpkin guys. spice thing, which just ugh, ugh, Look, I ugh. I am a big fan ugh. of the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the cloves, put it together, delicious. Love it, right? Why? Why are we going with ramen noodles when it's, there's so many other dessert options? I wouldn't even call that dessert. I just call it a nightmare. I Yeah. Put it in dessert culture. There, is there anything is like legitimately an appetizing dessert pasta that exists out there? Because I think the answer is no. Is like there's, I know every time fair season comes around, there's like spaghetti ice cream. And I'm like, oh no, Ew, gross. Yeah. Um, I feel Sand. like dessert noodles. Search. Um, I mean, you got there's there's actually a lot. Wow, I don't know how I feel about this Hungarian baked dessert noodles. I don't. It doesn't I, look I terrible. I just don't feel like I associate noodles with dessert. I don't know. I'm I'm sure several of them taste I adequate. Mean, I I feel like. Italy does a lot of like stuffed ravioli noodles. Noodles constantly with stuff like dessert ravioli. Like I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't like this. Like the cannoli's good enough. Like leave it at the cannoli. That's fine. Cannoli, a noodle. Search tubular pasta shell about four inches deep fried. Yes, it's a noodle. I would not call it a noodle. I it's would a noodle. Call it That's pastry. literally what it is. I, I I heard you. I'm saying I would not call it a noodle. I would call it a pastry. Ugh, nah, dessert noodles pass. Uh-huh. Ironically, the same friend that uh, my buddy saved, shared that meme about his wife uh, raised a really interesting question about kids this weekend. And I had a question about it in terms of the way you think about it as well, because I know there's someone in this building that had the same thought when it comes to the age you have your kids. If you haven't seen Bo Burnham's Inside, there's a song in there where he sings about uh, his friends having kids, and he's not exactly a fan of it. Right. The chorus says, my stupid friends are having stupid children. AJ AJ and McCall at VFX. And uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who is of the friend group, the only one that has kids, and he was singing the song. Nice. And so... Jokingly, I said, oh, yeah, one of our friends said, that's you guys. And his wife in the background said, oh, whatever. We're the smart ones because we had our kid now. 
And by the time they have their kids, they're going to basically be retired by the time their kids are out of their house. I wanted to ask a question because I know that there is a good friend of ours that works in this building who had the same attitude as well. I've had the exact same conversation. He's, uh, to paraphrase, or something along the lines of he had his kids while he was still in his 20s, so by the time that his kids hit 18, mm-hmm. he's still young enough to do stuff with his wife. And I was curious because obviously the implication by my, she's my friend too, but my friend's wife is that at some point, kids still in the schedule for me, I'm going to be 50 because I'm already 32, 50, 55, 60, by the time they turn 18, my exact response is a bold choice, assuming that I'm going to get there. But did you ever think about that? Because what I told their friend in the building was, to me, my years 20 to 30 are way more valuable to me than 40 to 50 or 50 to 60. Those years mean more to me, that decade. They talking about giving up because, you know, everything, kids first. And I thought it was nuts that uh, my friend suggested that. I'm like, did you guys think that way too? Because I, I get it. Yeah. It's probably much more doable. You have way more energy. I mean, like, there's a way big difference for me from 32 than there was from 27 in terms of the way I bounce back from stuff. But I just, I had never thought of, apparently I'm not an adult adult because I had never considered that option. Like, it like didn't even think about that. Like, oh, maybe this would be the time to have kids as opposed to later years. So I have some, I don't know, second stage of adulthood, I guess. Um, I, growing up, I thought about it a lot. I mean, growing up, that was the only thing that I would think about was like, when I was going to have kids and, um, it just kind of comes down to, I don't know. Cause for me now at this point, I'm 27 years old, finally started going to therapy. I'm spending time, like actually understanding myself because I don't want to take this baggage that I have from my own self and put it onto like my kids. So I feel like working through it first is more important for me when it comes to potentially even possibly having children but I I think it just kind of depends on uh situation and like your your circumstance and everything surrounding you also because I mean it based on stable people (laughs) yeah based based on me growing up I mean yeah I was like I was like totally I'm gonna have my kids and then you know do life or whatever but I kind of want to do life with my kids you know that's see that's what's nuts is because the way you phrase it the first time I feel like it's how not not nobody else has said that but I feel like it's how it's implied because right. like not that life necessarily takes a pause but realistically like number one priority that's priority, priority obviously right and so I feel like it's like kids then go back to doing life but no I mean it's a good point my my friend and wife that have a kid have always been very stable and great and their parents are great and all that and I was a train wreck so like it was never it was never actually an option right but it wasn't that's the crazy thing is that me like a friend in the building and them it seemed to have thought about it I was like didn't even think about that like land it here and then figure it out because to me it was always get to a point in my life where I feel like I'm stable which is kind of I think what you're talking about and then because then it's much better for the kids but the you know this thing happens, this thing happens, this gets put off, that's done, I'm you know, I'm not where I want to be, all that, and it's just easy to always put that off perpetually. That's probably why I am where I am for mm-hmm. the most part, but I don't know, it was just nuts to me to hear that, because it was just, it was like a glass shattering moment, because it's just not a thought that I had ever had before, and then I heard that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. That is crazy. Kudos to them one way. Okay, I'm just calling my goddaughter. Lily's adorable and great and looks like the both of them, and it's a ton of fun, but that was just nuts and I was curious wanted another opinion on that um not an intentional segue whatsoever but some things that people think are great are actually not okay and one of them I came to find in Europe is the idea of a romantic date out I like the twist that McCall's family put on it and actually if you listen I think you may just maybe hear that happen from McCall when it comes to one person maybe gonna be in the line of fire mm-hmm. sorry Nick mm-hmm While I was traveling in Europe, a lot of the places we went to, they had these things that said, we cater and you can use this for your picnic basket because they were like pastry type places, bakery type places where you could just order one, I guess, and they throw one together and you could take it out. Right. And you're obviously in Europe and it's romantic and yeah. Right. AJ McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debated. Ashley, my girlfriend, is one of those people who thinks it's romantic. And I got to tell you, I don't think picnics are that great. Okay. Bugs. Yeah. Outside, finding the right spot, potentially mm-hmm. getting murdered, as we've already covered a couple times already. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I think people, like, I had this discussion with Ajay. The other thing I found 
in Europe is last they were there. It rained really hard, and everybody thinks that walking in the rain, right, is it's, it's romantic. You're oh. under the umbrella, you're together. You can't fit two people under the umbrella and be completely dry. It no. just doesn't work. No. So add both of those romantic ideas that have been romanticized to the moon. Crash to the garbage. And no. Like Directly. Mosquitoes, box elder bugs, flies, ants, pass. Yeah. Just not that great. And then you, what are you going to pack? Is it going to be easy to put together? No, it's just, it's dumb. I think that weddings are perceived as great. Weddings. I think How picnics, dare you? Picnics. Picnics are perceived as great and they're pass. They suck. I don't mind picnics, but when I grew up, we used to go out on picnics with my family and our idea of a picnic was... Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then we go sit in the park. So it would be something. <laughs> See, that's, that's the speed version yeah, of a picnic. It was, it was yeah. something along those lines, yeah, but mostly Kentucky Fried Chicken because the in, in Brigham City, I grew up in Brigham City, and Brigham City has a KFC Taco Bell combo, and my mom was like I'm obsessed. Dude, she was she was like obsessed with those uh, Encheritos, <laughs> and so it was like, Fine, we'll go, but I'm getting an enchilada, and then we'd have to get chicken because I was like, but I want that, and they were like, no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. Much too good for children. Mm, you'll hate it. It's spicy. Thanks, mom. Okay, that version. I, I don't know. That needs to be a different term for McCall's version of it's a called a, it's called lunch. It's called lunch yeah. in a park. It's just That's out, what it is. Yeah, outdoor lunch. All right. Yeah. Outdoor lunch I can get with because it's smaller, but the blanket right. out, the fruits, and all that. No, it's an unmitigated mess. It's going to attract bugs. Yeah. Nick, Cash Valley Secrets, this is the confession. Things that seem great but totally aren't. Nick is on the line. Nick, what about you? What's something everybody thinks is great but you don't you don't care for? <laughs> concerts. Oh. Everyone thinks concerts are great, but it's just a disaster, and it's horrible every time you go. Like, first of all, you got to stand up the whole time, and if you don't stand up, the people in front of you are going to stand up, so you have to stand up, or you get, like, looked at because you don't want to stand up during the concert. And then, like, it's super loud, so your ears are ringing when you leave, and then it takes two hours to get out of the parking lot. It's oh. just a disaster. Who, who is the worst person you've seen in concert? Uh, Garth Brooks. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> sure, I'm appalled. The show was fine, but it took me three hours to get out of the parking lot. Plus, you're just, like, crammed in with everyone, and they're all loud. I just want to sit and watch the show. Like, why is everybody standing up? Sit down. Don't sing the song. Get out of the way. Okay, look, you, you have like, you have stepped in holy territory here. Don't okay. sing the song. How dare you, sir? So you didn't like the experience of being, how about let me just get you a virtual concert, okay? Why did you buy tickets, okay? They're also cheap tickets. Garth Brooks is a cheap concert to go to because he wants everybody to be able to access them. So it's all the same price. So how dare you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I have no kind words to be said. I believe there. what I heard was or things that everyone think are great that aren't was Nick for McCall. I think is is what we're hearing. Bingo. I, what we... <laughs> I mean, when he like even I'm like, okay, dude's a national treasure. You gotta back a little bit there. Dude is a national treasure. <laughs> I was thinking like like baths maybe or or chocolate or something like that. And everybody oh. thinks it's great, but there's plenty of people who are like, nah, no thanks. He's like, dude's like, nope, Garth Brooks, he sucks. Makes me so angry. <laughs> Not really what he said, but I mean, basically is what right, he said. Right, right. Special prize, because of course, Florida Not brought to you by Stranger Bridgeland on VFX with AJ and McCall. We've got a pair of golden passes for Bridgeland's what? Pair X. That's coming up Saturday, October 9th. That's basically three weeks away. So until then, we're going to get everyone qualified. But this week, the winners of Florida Not are going to get triple entries. Triple entries. They're golden passes. They're super duper awesome. So this is your bonus chance to win, a special chance to win this week to get qualified for it. Also, I would just like to throw out there, since John Olson, who's organizing Para-X, is a good friend of the show. Oh, and I has, love him. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. And dealt with Paranormal all his life, and he writes the Stranger Blizzard series. I'm not going to say I know for sure, but I feel like past pair x they would be solid like spirit water offers like dude knows what he's doing absolutely so keep him around just saying yeah. fyi yeah 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 that being said let's see who's going to be our first triple entry winner and get the three headlines okay so we got headline number one some guy tried to rob a gas station power went out cashier couldn't open the register man i don't like how do you Done. You can't you can't Done. move on from that. It's like, okay, got it. Obviously. The customers are going to be super understanding about that too, obviously. Right, right. So there's uh there's story number one. Then we got story number two. Some guy threatened his neighbors with nunchucks. 
Yeah. Accidentally hit himself in the face because he's dumb. <laughs> of course he did. That's exactly. I mean, there's like one place that would have been better, but that's exactly how we all wanted it to go. Too. Right. Obviously the feet. And then story number three, we've got two moms who got into a fight outside of an elementary school. They both pulled guns. Ladies. <laughs> Hello? For what? There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> Tell me your mom loves you. <laughs> Tell me your mom loves you. I don't want to say none of our mothers don't love us. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall for the Stranger Bridge of Florida. Not on VFX. Got uh, Pete along for the ride. But I got to be honest. McCall, your mom, my mom, Pete, your mom. I don't think any of them are pulling a gun for us. Mm, I am not going to say one way or the other. That's not nice. Pete, I'm just being honest. Like, you want to say your mom pull a gat? That's fine. You say that, and that's cool. I don't think mine would. I'm not saying she wouldn't fight dirty. I'm just right. saying I don't think she pulls a gun. Right. Okay. Three full stories, please. Okay. Story number one. Some guy tried to rob a gas station early Friday morning. But when the guy got there, I guess the power was not out. After they started talking, the power went out, and then it went, oh, just give me the money. <laughs> He was like, tough. Uh, I can't open the cash register. Systems are down, bro. Yeah, that's uh, how it goes. I mean, in theory, robbing a business. Please don't. Okay. When the power is out, <laughs> security cameras, obviously not working. Right. Oh, sound of theory. Yeah. Right. No, I didn't think about that. Good call. But, sort of that guy. Yeah. But he uh, left empty handed because. <laughs> I'm going to take the Snickers. I'm going to be back. <laughs> that's all I could get. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy got into an argument with his neighbors over loud music because he hates it. This happened at 1 a.m., so reasonable. Guy's 61, just trying to sleep, you know. Fair. Tried to hit him with nunchucks. <laughs> after after he pulled out roach spray to try and spray them with because why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do that too? I mean, is it, is, he was going for the metaphor there, right? He wasn't actually hoping it worked, like he was calling uh, them cockroaches. I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea. I it's respect more, the effort. Yeah, it is. I do too. I'm saying uh, 1 a.m. Anything goes, really. I so am he's powered by anime. He's flipping around the nunchucks. They bounced off of the car, hit him in the face. Oh my! If you're not like a ninja turtle, it's inevitable that this is what's going to happen. <laughs> If you buy nunchucks, like, take a few lessons, because this is the only way it could have ended up. Like, nunchucks are so self-harming, because people, <laughs> that's exactly how I expected to go. Uh-huh. Wham. Ow. Done. Now I got a goose egg. Out cold. And then story number three, two moms got into a fight outside of an elementary school on Tuesday morning. I'm assuming it was over who cut in line. Nah, it was more passive aggressive than that. They had a bake sale and somebody said something about somebody's brownies. Ooh. The next thing you know. Mine are the best brownies. No, mine are the best brownies. Anyway, they both pulled guns because why wouldn't they? Uh, <laughs> despite the extreme stupidity, nobody was hurt. Could you imagine being a parent like two cars back from that oh, and be man. like, what is going on? Lay it on the horn and then you stick your head out the window. You're like, roll up the windows, roll up the windows, roll up the windows right now. Jeez. One of the moms walked to the car of the other woman to apologize, saying it was an accident. That's when the argument became heated. Yeah, it had to do with parents cutting the other one off in oh, drop-off lane. Gosh, guys, I know how stressful it is. Okay, I really don't because I've never been there. I've only seen my mom get heated over it. So there you go, three crazy stories. It's also worth noting, McCall said that she would not say one way or the other whether her mom would pull a cat. Just my mom saying. doesn't even. My mom's never like shot a gun. So that's what you think. No, that's what I know. That's- Man. All right, Pete. Uh, so two, I think it's two or three, man. It's two or three because they're hilarious injury and ridiculous situation. What, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't think it's number three. I think it's number two because that's just a perfect mix of alcohol and stupidity. <laughs> that's fair. Not to mention the age. I mean, 61, maybe not quite Florida standard, but it's definitely up there. We'll go with two then. McCall, is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. Woo! We've got you hooked up and qualified for those passes for Stranger Bridgerland's Para X. Hang on the line and we'll grab some info from you, okay? All right. I kind of want some nunchucks now. No. Why? Who because am I going to hurt with nunchucks? Yourself. They have a range of. That's fine. What does that matter? No. 
Because then AJ's going to come and be like, I hear myself with nunchucks. I already this morning backed off saying I, would, I wouldn't I would go fishing with grenades. So yeah. the compromise is I get nunchucks. Look, you can go buy nunchucks if you want, okay? You're just probably going to look at them. You're not going to use them. Oh, now, what, you don't get nunchucks and not use them. Every kid ever took something, something that bent in half, whatever it was, and pretended they had nunchucks. Every kid ever has done that. Mm, probably. Yes. I did. I mean, yeah. you Every know, kid paper ever. towel holders, but... <laughs> You know. Stranger Virgil of Florida out of VFX. Congratulations to Pete. He wins on VFX. Speaking of being a kid, who didn't watch Willy Wonka, read the book, whatever it was, and think, yes, yes, I want to do that. I want to win a chocolate factory. Some dude actually did that, and his response was, nah, I'm good. <laughs> what? What? Now, of course, as adults, we can see kind of the scumbag that Grandpa was in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because he was like, I'm fine. What? Tour of a Chocolate Factory? What do you know? I'm fine. Yep. Yep. That being said, what childhood dream wasn't at some point, yes, I would love to win a candy factory. Yeah. How cool would that be? AJ McCaw at VFX. I don't know if you remember last year, but one of the creators of Jelly Belly, David Klein, announced he was retiring. He was going to give away one of his factories. That's right. Yeah. And it was one he owned in Florida. So he did. He had a 50 golden ticket hunt. They were hidden in each different state. And then the grand prize was going to be announced. And it was announced four months ago. Turns out the winner's a dude from Colorado. Nice. He won the factory of Florida. The problem is he was like, oh, yeah, so I'm not going to move my family to Florida. So thanks, but no thanks. What? <laughs> dude, one of the candy factories is like, yeah, I'm good, bro. So the, the dude, Mr. Uh, Klein, who gave it away, is going to buy the ticket back from him to presumably run this all back again, and then hopefully someone's going to win it that actually wants the factory. Oh, man. What a joke. <laughs> dude was just in it for the scavenger hunt. He was I like, mean, oh, this is a blast. That's I'm awesome. Gonna do this. Yeah, it's He's, awesome. He was probably like, well, what are the chances? Yeah. What are the odds? What? Are the, oh, no, seriously. What are the odds, though? I mean, I don't. <laughs> Gosh dang it, I really didn't want this. Like, how does that conversation go on the phone? Is this, is this uh, uh, Andrew? Is this dude's name? Andrew yeah. Moss. Yeah? Dude, you won. We're going to hook you up. You won this uh, factory in Florida. You won the scavenger. It's going to be great. Oh, nice. You got to move to Florida? Yeah, the factory's there. It's won. Oh. It's all yours. We'll sign some paperwork. Yeah, I don't really want that, man. <laughs> I think I'll stay home. Wait, no, no. You Like, you want. It's yours. Yeah. You know, I think... Yeah, I like Colorado better, you know? There's just, like, mountains here, like, elk and stuff. Dude, want to get I mean, hey, I, I respect knowing what you want. It I, wasn't a candy factory. It wasn't a candy factory. <laughs> oh, there is no one I know that gets down a conspiracy rabbit hole like the McCall Taylor. Yep. There's a reason she's going to buy a bird that if it flies, it spies, which, by the way, Shirt is awesome. Hilarious. Shirt is so awesome. We missed the after show. She showed it off on Friday. Dude, so, so hilarious. But no one gets down a rabbit hole like the McCall Taylor. And I wish, I wish that when it came to uh, uh, the Gabby uh, Petito story that it was just a rabbit hole and a conspiracy theory to get down. Um, But it's something that's happening. And I mean, we got to talk about it. Yeah, we do. There's a big update over the weekend. We're going to get into all those details and just chat because yeah when this stuff happens i think every time you think no nobody would do that like there's no way and then it happens again you're like <sighs> if you were on the internet for even a second this weekend you had to have seen what was going on you've had to have seen the story of, of gabby petito it's happened um as the stories unfolded with the disappearance this weird set of circumstances where this girl was on a road trip gone dude shows up lawyers up disappears yeah AJ McCall on VFX. And for those who don't know, I know for a fact that the McCall Taylor has has divin down, Dovin, whatever. Dived. I never sorted that out. Dived. Yeah. Dived down. Divin just rolls off the tongue. Whatever. Some of the rabbit holes the internet has to offer. So how about we just start with a quick background on the story, por favor. So uh what ended up happening with Gabby, as far as as far as I am aware, is that she disappeared the last known uh conversation with her i think was on the was it the 30th or the 20 no it was the 27th i think of august and then her boyfriend because they were engaged at one point they broken it off they're dating her boyfriend brian 
Laundry is his last name, by the way. Anyway. No, yeah, that's the appropriate response. I, I just don't know. So he showed up with her van because they were traveling together across the country. Um, together, obviously. Her van, it's a Ford Transit 2012, and showed up with her van back at their home in Florida, their place in Florida, which was really suspicious because they were like, where are you at? Where's Where's Gabby? We have no idea. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying anything else, period. End of story. Lawyered up. That was it. He's now missing, quote unquote. He's not missing, okay? He's disappeared. Completely agree. Gabby was missing. Yes. Gabby was missing. Um, they have, since there, there's been a whole bunch of stuff that has circulated about around the internet. People were saying because they were in Moab the day before that, a couple of days before that couple um, was murdered, which was crazy. And so the people were tying them together. They have since said that the two are not linked. So there has been information that has come forward that the two stories are not linked. There has been a lot of conversation around that. Um, yeah, the, the, there has been a development as of yesterday. There have been remains that have been found in uh, Grand Teton, around Grand Teton National Park area. Um, in that vicinity that are consistent with Gabby Petito. They have to perform an autopsy still, figure out what's going on with it that way. Yeah, so the CNN's reporting that the coroner said that they'll the autopsy's scheduled for tomorrow, and they'll run all those tests. And the crazy thing, like McCall said, is not disappeared. The, the boyfriend has just vanished. Yep. And aided by the family, which was the craziest thing when I was reading the update yesterday, because they, they said that they found remains, like McCall said, was consistent, is that the family was like, uh, I don't know. And then they were like, oh, by the way. Like, He's gone. We haven't he, seen him since like Tuesday. Yeah, and he just disappeared. And so they're searching for him in some park in Florida, right? Because they said he went up to a reservation or something. Yeah, they said that he's he's somewhere over there. I I don't know. Question mark. We don't know where he's at. We don't know where he's at at all. And I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, he's missing. No, he's not missing. No, I agree. He, he made a choice. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah, in this situation, he made a choice because the family wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, he's just gone and not be worried about like, it. To, you know, innocent till proven guilty, but obviously if you were innocent, you would come home, your girlfriend is gone, and you'd be like, I'm luring up and not saying Yeah, I don't know where she's at. She's been gone for like 10 days. Yep, have no idea. I have no concern whatsoever. How dare you? I haven't tried to call. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm, you know, conveniently, I'm going to go camping again. There's, there's a video because the police had a run in with them in Moab and it's the video itself is heart wrenching. If you watch it, just, just crazy, just crazy. There's a couple of memes that have been circulating the internet. Um, Chris Watts, you remember that whole situation? Mm. Um, there's a picture of Chris Watts with a picture next to Brian Laundry, and again, innocent until proven guilty. But their demeanor and everything, very, very similar. It's I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I have a lot of words about it. So if you haven't driven down the rabbit hole, "divin" sounds much better. If you haven't driven down the rabbit hole, AJ McCallister got you. We've got updates. We will have them because yeah. this is just—it's just nuts. Like I said, I feel like. You never, like, I feel like you never think, nobody's like, oh, this is going to happen again. Like, you're aware, but I feel like it just ignorance is bliss, and then mm-hmm. it happens again, and you're like, how? And I think that's where the natural curiosity comes from, because you're like, how could someone be a monster like this? Yeah. You, thankfully, I think you, we don't understand that. Yeah, thank goodness. As there are updates, the AJM Call Show will have them. Uh, we'll tweet the latest story, uh, the one I'm looking at, at least, and you can go from there. Um, Monday means a new week of park narcs, means two terrible parkers. We will put them head to head. We will poke fun at them. We'll roast them because that's only fair. That's really what this is, is a roast off of terrible parking. Yeah. It is time for the weekly start of park narcs. It's time for the weekly roast off of those that have been nominated as the worst potential parkers in Cache Valley this week. Indeed it is. AJ McCall on VFX. And I gotta tell you, I love when uh, we have one that looks like the cars like Ted, and they'll be like, look, look, but then they also don't look like they're parked super correctly themselves. Right. For one of the nominees. They're awful. I, I love, like, this weekend, we had a ton of people send us messages and a ton of people who were like, yo, I, I have the actual worst parking spots in the whole entire valley. And then they submitted them, and I was like, you know what? You're right. Keep them coming. I mean, you really are right. So our nominee number one today, we have a car 
that is a classic double parker. Really. It looks like a Chevy Cruze. Uh, it's red. He has red, red car priority, right? We know that red cars get to park wherever they want to. We've heard this before. I think it's written somewhere in your insurance under clause. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to pay more for red cars so you can park wherever you want to. So they are double parked. And yes, it is named. Ah, yes. The classic double parker. I mean, it's a textbook definition. It is. It really is. And then we've got nominee number two, which is a blue truck. <laughs> blue truck, man. Buddy. Human. Individual. What are you doing? Dude, Other than taking up three spots. Dude can clearly park. Like, that looks perfectly. That's straight as an arrow as it far is. as I can tell. It is. I'm very impressed with it. Yeah. So um, nominee number two is named My Truck is Blue, so I get three spots. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. AJ, I don't make the rules. I'm, blue trucks make the rules. I've never owned a red car or a blue truck, so I I cannot speak to that. I don't I think mean, I have either. <laughs> the truck, like, I, I'd like to picture, because there's a van behind this truck. He probably just pulled in before the van got there, but I'd like to picture dude, like, took his time to parallel park this perfectly oh, yeah. straight. Because <laughs> then it makes a bigger trip, because it is so, like, it's great. It's not like he just... Ram drove in. It was like, great, cool. Got out and Burr. whatever, threw the keys. and was like, I'm good. Ugh. I also love the picture. Like, we actually have people out taking pictures, obviously. But I love the pictures that people take from their cars. I know. It just it, it instills this feeling of me while I'm looking at the picture of like, all right, we're going to take this. We got we to gotta get out of here in case people see we're submitting them for park narcs. Yep, exactly. Like, we don't want them coming after us. Exactly. Going up on our uh, Facebook and our Instagram, uh, Story Utah's VFX. Make sure you vote for the one that annoys you the most. And for those of you that are like, oh, I found the worst one, the worst parking spot, continue to submit them because that's how you play Park Narcs. Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all works for that. Speaking of vehicles, so at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff that goes into deciding to get married, but you're signing a piece of paper that binds you together as far as the government's concerned and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, by that definition, this weekend, I think I technically got married. Oh, Congratulations to me! Woo! Don't let us take the magic out of marriage. There's a lot of great things, love, and spending your life together and all this stuff. Like, nobody's denying that. For sure. AJ McCall at VFX. But also, like, it's a paper that ties you together, and the government's like, ah, oh, yeah, these two are linked, so we got to give them tastic sounds or whatever. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. So by that definition, if you sign a paper that says, hey, I'm financially tied to you or whatever, I'm responsible for, like, the stuff that you get into, like, essentially the same thing. Yeah. Okay, then I technically sure. arranged to be married today then because I'm signing a paper with Ashley that does exactly that, like done. Nice. So if that's the case, I mean, I got married like seven years ago. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, that's why I asked you because I'm like, I'm pretty sure McCall said something about this. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin, and I think it's the exact same document, actually. Yeah, probably for cars. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. cars. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, for my car because I <laughs> was like, you know. Same uh, thing. How old was I? 19, maybe 20 at that point. And so I was like, oh, hey, what's credit? Hey, hey. Yeah, that's no, that's very reasonable. I think sentiment to have with that, like what? What? Uh, yeah, no, it's the exact same thing. Recall, it had Dustin co-sign her car, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Today, you're co-signed for Ashley. So yeah. done, right? Like, wh- when did the presents roll in? When did your wedding Never. presents roll in? Never. Well, that's a bummer. Especially with a car payment. Now that'd be the greatest time to get presents. Yeah. Well, you know, you didn't do the whole white dress thing. So <sighs> if you go with a white dress, maybe. Just go in there with the white dress and sign papers. Do you think it'd be more awkward for the banker or more awkward uh, for the what? car dealership? I don't think the car dealership cares. I think they're just yeah, like, that's true. yeah, man, thanks for the money. See give you later. Give us the check. Give us the check. Yep, yeah, that's all they care about. They're like, I don't care what you roll up in. Like, wear a dog mask. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Woo, we're going to take a picture and put it up on our wall. Sure are. Wear. Yay. <laughs> the oh. bank is probably just like, I see the weirdest things at my job. They do. I believe that. I 100% I that. will will confirm. When I worked at the bank, weirdest things. Okay. Not nearly as weird as the Utah State Fair, but still weird. I I hear you. Everybody's screaming. I hear Okay, I hear you. We'll I'll ask. I will ask. I just wanted I had one other thought real quick I want to get to and then we can get to my call stories. Do you think at some point, since you said you got to do the white wedding dress thing, the white dress thing to get the presents, does someone sit down and try and figure out the formula for just how nice of a wedding they have to do? Like the ratio, right? Because 
the nicer the wedding, arguably the nicer the presents. So do you do the equation like, all right, if we spend this much, the presents will be X nice and this much. So like, here's the sweet spot. Probably like everywhere but Utah. Mm. We don't care here. Curses. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to take back some uh, wedding gift invitations then that I was going <laughs> to drop off in the mail. Yeah. I'll ask McCall. We'll find out what weird things she saw at the state fair and saw at the bank. All right. I heard you. Yep. We'll get to that like six minutes. Hold I want to get married because you calm down. We'll hear McCall's crazy stories coming up in about six minutes on VFX. AJ McCall, make sure you follow Utah's VFX so you can vote for Parknarks. Yeah, Parknarks. It's a new week. I guess the challenge really would be for you to tell us a weird story from the bank and then tell us a weird form of the state fair and then us to formulate our own opinions as opposed to which one we think is weirder. Mm. Because I think the initial reaction is... That's right, the state fair, AJ McCall at VFX. I will tell you. Even McCall agrees. All I right, will here tell we go. you, I was at the state fair for three three full days, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> I worked at a bank for like five, four or five years. Much longer time. The things I saw at the state fair, mind-boggling, okay? Take, for example, one of the days. I was at a water bottle booth, right? So I'm selling water bottles. So this lady's like, man, this water bottle is really cool. And I was like, yeah, it's great. And she's like, my husband is going to be so mad that I didn't get him one. And to me, I was like, oh, perfect. Upsell. Here, have one. Buy another one. You know, here's another water bottle. You can get another water bottle. Bring him back. We'll be here like all week long. There's no worries. You know, it'll be a great time. And she's like, oh, he's in prison for another year. And I was like, um, I mean, we'll be here. I got you a water bottle. In a year. We'll still be here in a year. Congratulations. Okay? If you wanted to, like, maybe we'll have more variety. Maybe you can have more more colors. I just didn't know what to expect when it came to that, you know? I don't know what she expects you to say to that. Like, I know. Continue the pitch and just be like, it'll be a great gift once he gets out. Give you two for 60. I mean, what what am I supposed to say here? I don't know. So the, we had this this mobile zoo, basically, that was across the way from us. <laughs> So I got to go see like a bunch of snakes and reptiles and things. And it was great. Right. And I loved it. So it was really fun. So at one point, this little girl walks over and she is like, I want to hold the snake. And they're like, okay, cool. You can hold the snake. That's why they're out here, you know? So she holds the snake, immediately starts screaming (laughs) while she's holding the snake. I'm sure the snake is like, what, what, what's happening? Right. (laughs) Freaking out, freaking out over the snake. (laughs) Goes to drop Jimmy. it. Yeah, she, she was. That's exactly what it was. It I was made like, this choice, Jimmy, and I'm gonna live with the consequences. It. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So they're freaking out over there. Saw a lot of that. A lot of people freaking out over the snakes and the turtles across the way. I'm a man. Ah, get away from me! It almost killed me. Oh gosh. So we went directly down the way was the giant slide that everybody loves. The giant slide, right? It was like three right. bucks to get on it. I was so tempted to be like, I really want to go. <laughs> there was this conglomerate of humans that went down the giant slide. It had to have been like minimum 20 people that went down the slide. And I was like, this, this looks like danger. This looks like the whole slide's about to collapse because everybody is just yeehawing down the slide. <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. I mean, many, many a situation had arisen at the state fair that I just... I thoroughly enjoyed. Also, there was a little girl that walked up. They had this giant tortoise across the way from us. Okay. He's 40 years old. So he's him big boy. He's been there, man. So they have this big like watering tank that, you know, he lives in while they're there because he's huge. So they go over and the girl comes up and she goes, guys, there's a huge turtle shell over here. And then the lady's like, actually, there's a there's a tortoise inside of there. And then she starts screaming and crying. I love turtles so much. I love turtles. She's like five, like freaking out over turtles. It was the best thing. Look, no one loves turtles more than here. Don't even try and fight her on that. If you want to people watch the state fair top tier. It's the first year I've ever been. And I went and I was like, why have I not ever come here before? Wow, I'm this is have crazy. The reaction of screaming like I'm on fire every time I ask for something. Please. Somebody to hand me something. Can you hand me that donut, please? <gasps> I'm terrified of donuts. Why would you do that? You asked for it. Ah! Ah! It's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> um, we got a, a message from a listener who's run into uh 
I would call it a marital situation. It's more a name situation. I'm kind of curious. McCall and I both children of divorce and looking back very responsibly as somewhat adults. Curious as to what each of our take is on that. And so is obviously the listener. We'll get into that for the debate at eight. And of course, we're also going to talk about the term debate contagion, or excuse me, divorce contagion. I'd oh. Never heard of it. Now it terrifies me. Mm, okay. In all of our divorce experience, we now channel for the Automations Group Debate at Eight with AJ McCall at VFX. We got a message from a uh, mom who's having a bit of an, a moral conundrum for herself. Okay. So the message says, I'm divorced and have a four-year-old child. I got divorced from my ex-husband about three years ago. Okay. Since then, I've remarried, and I want my son to take my current husband's last name. It's because my new husband is more of a dad. My ex-husband lives out of state and has only seen our son for about a month in the past two years. He can't get more time off, but but would if he could. I have custody of our son, and I think I have the right to change his last name. My ex says the child is still his and should keep his name. What do you think? Um, what does, how old is the child? Four. Ugh. That's difficult because. Because you were going to say, ask the kid. Is yeah, that the, that's exactly that what I was going to say. Reaction. Ask the child, you know, yeah, what does the child want to yeah, do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I understand the concept of it, but also like, where's the rush? Why is there a rush? I agree because I was just thinking those videos where like you, like those oh, get me every time oh yeah those videos like the those adoption kid, ones yeah right yeah. where they take the name or whatever yeah. like they're so moving seasoned a little bit those kids are at least cognizant of what they're deciding to do for sure and so I think I think I, for me what like I said what's the rush I think you'd maybe wait have a conversation with your child once the child is older and you know if this stepfather is more of a father figure than his own father then I think the child will have no issue or hesitation with it and maybe that child just likes their last name as it is because really there's really only two reasons one getting the obvious out of the way to be petty yes two because the only other thing I could think of is unless there's some paperwork that I'm not sure of which I don't think so because it's your kid mm-hmm. explaining that it's not your current husband's kid. But I got to think now, as sad as it is, like divorce is a common enough occurrence. Like right. nobody's going to be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. This name, I mean, it would be like a name change type of a situation. I, for the process of changing your name, a joke. Takes forever. That's what I've heard. It takes I've forever. Married friends, it is then, not a fun process. Then you got to get new social security cards. You got to go to the social security office for it, and then you got to verify that your last name was this once upon a time. And you know, so it's it's a whole mess. And I'm sure it's easier now that your child is younger to be able to change the name. But you know, I just I don't know. I don't know. There's so much that changes over time too that I really think that your best option is to hold off and wait. Because if it's the right choice now, it will also be the right choice later. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to affect the kid. I would right. agree with that. We got a text message here. It says he's a stayed away from his kid. He's not a good dad. Money isn't everything. He put money before raising his kid. Adults who put their dreams before their kids' well-being confuse me. I can't imagine being a stayed away from my daughter. Yeah. <whistles> yeah. Dang. I tell you, so my mom had custody of me when my brother and I got divorced, and we had the conversation and we're cognizant, and I refuse. My dad, not not different. Uh, we live in the same state, but my dad's a great dad, and I absolutely refuse to. It was never an option. But I actually had that conversation, and I think it's on the kid because it's it's not. But I feel like symbolically, it's sort of disowning your biological father. So I don't feel like it's a decision you can make. Like I get it. Look, my parents have been divorced for twenty six, going on twenty seven, twenty eight mm-hmm. years. They can't stand each other. They still can't be in the same room with each other. So I get you got feelings. That's great, but. This is one of those things where I feel like you're making the decision based on your own feelings. Correct. And it's not it's not it's given Yeah, I I would agree. I would I would 100% agree because like yes, you are the the um caretaker and the person who has custody over your child, but you are not your child and your child is not you. You are separate beings. Yes, I completely agree. Speaking of which, so Colin and I both children of divorce. Have you ever heard of the term divorce contagion? Uh-uh. 
I had not either. Then a friend said something to me about it, and then I had him explain it, and now I'm, oh, this is terrifying. Legitimately terrifying, especially since I was just talking to a friend about potentially getting divorced. The term that I discovered this weekend was divorce contagion, and it now has me very invested in all of my friends' uh, marriages. Okay. Before we get to that, though, for the Automatrix Group debate at 8 with AJ McCall and VFX, Brad wanted to jump in on the uh, topic uh, we started with, which was the mom who asked, I want to change my kid's name. Stepfather says, no, what do you think I should do? So, Brad, what do you think? One, I think the first off, the dad is in the wrong he shouldn't be choosing a job uh, making money over raising his own kid. Right. So I do believe that that is wrong. But I also believe that it's wrong for the mother to want to change the last name. When the child was born, that is the name they they decided to put on the birth certificate. Right. Right. And the only reason I can see that wanting to be changed as of right now is honestly because of pettiness. That is what I see. I agree. I think so too. It's to use the child as a pawn in a stupid <clears throat> game, and the child should your child should never be used as a pawn in any kind of game. You know. Yep. Yep. So I'm actually currently going through a divorce right now. Oh shoot! I'm and, sorry. Yeah, it happens. And with mine, my um, ex-wife and I degree. Uh, we're not even ex-ex. We're not legally separated, but we made a verbal agreement to have fifty-fifty custody of our son. Yeah. Right. And that. We agreed to never use them as a pawn to hurt each other's because I see it happen a lot and has a, bad, a big effect on the child. You know, it's really good because I, I would like to reiterate as a child of divorce, I think part of that and I think what is commendable for the mom that sent us a message is I don't think you necessarily think like I'm trying to do this despite because I think you think you're trying to do what's best, right? Mm-hmm. I could speak from my experience, and I think that both my parents played this game. They did what they could in my best interest, quote unquote, to harm the other one. And in the end of the day, it just, you, once you look back, you're like, I hated all of this. Right. It was just a competition to get my friends to like them more and my girlfriends to like them more. And it was like, it, it was exhausting at the time. I just chalked it up to being normal because it was my situation. But I'm glad to hear that there's some kind of agreement or at least discussion like that. Yeah. That being said, the term I heard this weekend was divorce contagion. And apparently what that means is, basically, if someone close to you gets divorced, you are much more likely to get divorced yourself. Okay. So my friend was telling me that uh, he's married, solid, but apparently uh, they have two, his wife has two uh, girlfriends. They both, in the last year or so, have become divorced, and they've been spending a lot of time together, which makes sense. Right. And he was like, ah. I wonder what they're saying. So he just, he did some Googling, got paranoid. Apparently divorce contagion is a phenomenon has been explored by scientists. He said what he found is one study said you are 75% more likely to get divorced if you have a close friend who's also divorced. People are also 147% more likely to split if they have several divorced friends in their social network. And I was like, okay, cool. So now I'm going to run interference for all my friends that are married. Right. Just to make sure this all works. Because... On the outside, it sounds silly. It's statistics are meaningless to an individual. It's over a group, right? But it's still kind of nuts to think about that because, like, the stats have to come from somewhere. Well, I honestly, it makes sense if you look at it because um, whether it's grass is greener on the other side, whether it's, oh, if they can do it, so can I. Like, And I don't mean this as like, oh, it's trendy. We're going to do it. I mean it as if they're strong <laughs> enough, if they're strong enough to be, to get out of their unhappy situation, right. I can also do it. Um, that kind of, that kind of thing. You know, it's like when people go on, um, I'm not comparing them directly by any means, but when people go on like weight loss journeys, you're inspired by the people who are losing weight. And so it inspires other people to take action is what it comes down to. So, or reassess your situation. So whether it's, you know, oh, we're going to get divorced or whether it's, oh, let's actually have a conversation because there are things that she said made her unhappy that also make me unhappy, but I'm not really having a conversation about it. I mean, in that case, wholeheartedly support that decision. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want to say statistically again. Law of averages would suggest that not every one of those was that situation where it was like, oh, this was definitely something that was coming, should have come down the t- the pipeline earlier. Right. Sometimes it's just things rub up, whatever it is. And that was like, wow, that is nuts. And how have I never heard this? It's like another adult term. I feel like somebody should have passed on to me to prepare me for 
adulthood just to be cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. Not to say that like you're divorced, by the way, I'm, I'm done hanging out with you because just no. best for me. <laughs> like, no. But like that is nuts that the numbers are that high. Yep. <sighs> the Aggies are off to a 3-0 and start. And yes, the players deserve credit, but one of our coworkers has a hand in the responsibility of that as well. Yes or no, do you believe in luck? Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. The Aggies, if you've not been paying attention, are off to a 3-0 and start with wins over Washington State, and they went down to Air Force and won uh, this past weekend. And, yes, the players, the coaching staff, they deserve credit. They were on the field doing stuff. Right, of course. But oh. we have a co-worker who claims that uh, they have a pretty – pretty heavy share of uh, what the success has been to this 3-0 start as well, and that's our, our good friend. You've heard him on the show, Ajay Salveson. So, Ajay, if you would like to elaborate, please, why the team's on a 3-0 start. Here's the thing, is people have been giving credit to Logan Bonner, our efforts are on touchdowns, Andrew Peasley for leading a comeback. Little do they know, it is all because of me. See, back in the Washington State game, I had these, I, well, I do have these red shoes. And uh, the athletic director, uh, Mr. Kind John Hartwell, had asked me why I have red shoes on that are the color of the team down south that will leave unmentioned that where it's red. <laughs> and I said, well, I live on a cheap budget. These are from Walmart. It worked great. They fit great. I love them. Uh, Coach Anderson at the time wasn't entirely thrilled about the color of my shoes, too. That was until after we beat Washington State. And that was the first Power 5 team we'd beat since 14. First team on the road that we beat since, like, 1932. I don't know, something like that. So then we uh, we get on the plane going home from Washington State. And Hartwell, again, kindly mentions, oh, Jay, I'm going to get you some new blue shoes. But then Blake Anderson, the head coach, looks at him and says, nah, we won. Keep them. Well, I keep them on. We, go to, we play North Dakota. We beat them after being down 21-7. Then things get really hairy. We end up uh, going to Air Force here this past weekend. And uh, Mr. Hartwell again mentions, AJ, you still have your red shoes. And I said, Mr. Hartwell, we're still undefeated. And he didn't have too much to say to that. (laughs) So then there we are in Air Force. We're down double digits four different times, including the final time, 45-34. And here it is, my red shoes hanging in the balance, trying to help our team rally from a huge deficit again, trying to bail out the Aggies again. And my red shoes did everything possible. Final score, Utah State 49, Air Force 45. Red Shoes remain undefeated in the 2021 season. And then uh, after the game, Coach looks at him and says, lucky shoes. <laughs> that's about as much of an endorsement I think you can get. The coach himself believes in it. There you go. And that's, again, to mention the fact that uh, Utah State hosts Boise State this weekend, and then they play BYU the Friday after that as they have the stretch of the three biggest games. I mean, we'll put the lucky shoes to the test. And then the Thermal Fisher poll of the day, I think, is as easy as easy could be. Should AJ wear the shoes? Yes or yes in a different color, obviously. Right. Because they're off to a 3-0 and start. Like, there's no question here. Like, sports and luck get kind of weird. They, oh, so weird. But I don't, I don't know that there's anyone out there that can't believe, can't say, convince me that they don't believe in some capacity of an outside influence in your fortune, whether it's karma, luck, whatever it is, divine intervention. Everybody in some capacity has something, I think, that works for them. Whatever it is. You believe you do do good, you get rewarded with good, whatever. And who's to say? Who's to say the shoes didn't somehow get infused somehow? Walmart, let those one out. Ajay got them and There they are. Ta-da. Dubs for the eggs. (laughs) They're a major scientific on VFX. Uh, All right. uh, TikTok ambassador for the station as a whole. Utah's VFX. I need you to explain to me. Okay. Because I'm trying very hard not to be the old guy that goes, oh, these kids on the internet. Okay. But I've read that there's this weird new trend that involves bathrooms. Oh, yeah. It may or may not have gotten us in trouble with Logan High School. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't want to talk about this anymore. Is it too mm. late to change my mind? Maybe. What, what, did, what did we do? Mm. <sighs> Normally, I'm the one that gets to say something reckless, and then McCall's like, hey, AJ McCall show, and then I'm like, nah, do this. I don't remember ever saying trash bathrooms. Like, I re- refresh my, I'm old. I occasionally forget stuff, especially if it's not written down. Like, I've become, the last two years have been terrible for that. AJ McCall at VFX. Did I ever say destroy things in the bathroom? No. 
Okay, thank goodness. So how are we culpable for what this new trend is that I want to complain about? And you're like, well, well I might have got us in trouble. Because the last thing I'm trying to do is implicate the A.J. McCall show in anything. Well, I don't think it was necessarily us specifically. <sighs> but I do know that because of this lovely TikTok thing, doors may or may not have disappeared at... Logan High School. So <laughs> I don't know for a fact because people were blaming it on that. I only heard third party, so I may be I may be making something up. So back backtrack. The trend called the bathroom challenge is kids are supposed to like take stuff from bathrooms. You're not supposed. Don't do it, please. No, which I can't help myself laughing because how in the hell do you sneak out with a door? I don't. I have no idea. Story time. I don't know if the door is left or if the door was like off of the hinges. I have no idea and if they took it. I don't know. I, from my high school, sorry, sorry. A friend Somebody. of mine from my high school has a uh, marching band trophy, has a choir trophy, has an exit sign, has a caution wet floor sign. That was a good one, actually. It was just out by the, the parking lot one day, so I just picked it up and walked off with it. Um no, don't do that, obviously. No. But all of those things, minus the caution thing. For the record, the trophies I found out, the reason I took it, it was my senior year, and there's a tradition in the choir bands that I was in, the show choir bands, that the, the band, they just split the awards and take them home because the band department only keeps the really nice ones, which makes sense, mm -hmm. and they throw the rest away. Right. So, frankly, I was saving that trophy. It was going to the garbage anyway. Nobody was going to love it. No. AJ was going to love it. I love it. That's right. That being said, it's at my house now. Of course. Uh, <laughs> that, AJ still has it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's more, at this point, it's not even about the fact that it's a trophy. It's about the fact you took it. Yeah. Why? Why is this happening? I don't know. What? Look, AJ, for the, for the, I mean, years and years and years and decades and generations have gone by <laughs> and senior pranks have been a thing. Nothing, yes. nothing has ever changed. Senior pranks continue to exist. Yes. And I think they are just now being filmed. I think that's fair. what it is. That's a fair point. But like, there's not even anything cool to take out of a bathroom. Like, in all, what are you taking I mean, from the, a bathroom? You're like, oh, that's cool. Soap dispensers are kind of neat. <sighs> but I mean, can for we what? decide for public restrooms? This is completely off topic. One way or the other, can we do like just paper towels or just the air blowers? And if we're going to do the air blowers, can we do the same ones? I get so tired of figuring out how to remove my hand in which direction. Like, I'm cool with the air blade ones that are things, right? Where you stick your hand it's in, like, it's like. Literally, the first world is the first world problem that's that AJ's fine. bringing up. Right I just now. want it all to be the same. Because I stumbled across just last week one of the old, I haven't seen these in forever, the one just the towel hangs out. Like, that's so gross. I know. This is so disgusting. Okay, there was so there was a restaurant that I used to go to in Ogden. It was a Chinese restaurant. And I remember that was like the coolest thing. I was like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. Because it has Ugh. a little towel. For those that don't know, it, just, it has a towel that loops from the front yeah. to the back. Yes. And Ugh. then it like wraps back up. Ugh. I don't know how many. So gross. How many not square feet are of that. Or if it just literally loops in a circle, or if there's something wrapped up in it, and then you have to like Ugh. wash it and then redo it. I don't think it's that though. I I don't think so either. Because every think, time I've seen one, they're grody. <laughs> I know. Disgusting. It's, there's nothing Ugh. like washing your hands and then drying like, it on germ germ infested. It's like yeah. Wipe on the pants. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> don't steal stuff from schools. Please. That is the moral of this story. Yep. AJ will speak from experience. Don't. Yeah, it, it came back to bite me in, in some... I went to jail. No, it you didn't. terrible. Don't. Don't steal stuff from schools, right? If cool, it's not great. yours, don't take it. VFX's Facebook roulette. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, you're friends with us. Then you can play because we like and share one of your posts we land on. Best one goes on the VFX Facebook page and you get to shine. Bing. So McCall, what did you land on? Well, I landed on Utah Satire's post, which is one of my favorite pages ever mm -hmm. it's a picture of it's like green i don't know it looks almost like oh it's the aurora borealis but really wow. it's like they're on a lake and somebody duo toned it to green it's weird so anyway it says wherever you go they're your but it says where 
Like the more you look at this, the more uncomfortable it makes you because it says where, W-E-A-R, oh. where. Oh, no. Ever you go. No. There. No. Like as in T-H-E-I-R. And then your as in like your, like possession, Y-O-U-R. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. I don't want it. It's hilarious. I've gotten the biggest kick out of it because oh. I've watched, I've looked at it for like <laughs> a couple hours. It's pretty good. <laughs> I landed on I Love Halloween. And it says, people who say, go big or go home, seriously underestimate my willingness to go home. Like, it's literally my only goal. Like, I actually want to do that right now. That's really what I want to (laughs) do. You can win. Yes, because I really want to. I'm going to stay off the VFX Facebook page for the rest of the day because I don't want to look at that. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Same for AJ and McCall. That's uh, A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. Uh, thank you to everyone that came out to the Latin Fest, to Pride Festival. Uh, thank you to all those attended that said hi or joined us at the events. Um, and I was going to thank for something else, and I am royally blanking. Thank you, Monday, for being mostly over. Well, just say that was what it was. Yep. I think that was the important part. Uh, other than that... Please uh, try not to freeze. Boyfriends, stay clothed out there. Wear extra layers because they're going to get confiscated. If you know, you know. Oh, they sure will. (laughs) Other than that, until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.